Hello and welcome to the South Australian Amateur Soccer League video podcast. The podcast all about the latest news, results and our match of the round from Saturday and Sunday. My name's Rye Smith. My name's Sebastian Cooper. How are you, Seb? I'm good, mate. Uh, a big weekend of results. Uh, it was, it was uh, a beautiful weekend. Mm. Um, today notwithstanding, today was freezing. I had to get ice off the window of my car. Mm-hmm. Um, which I haven't done since the UK, so since yeah, I right. lived in the UK. Well, and I was going to say, uh, somebody else is pretty cold in the studio today. Producer Rory. He's producer. He's, he's, he's got his uh, shoelace stuck in a chair. At and like 758. He's uh, <laughs> <laughs> a bit shoeless. It's a bit chilly in here at the Getting moment. Getting ready but, to. Uh, he's like, I can't get my shoe. <laughs> Uh, no, but no, all, all good in podcast HQ at the moment. Absolutely. Um, obviously got the two match of the rounds to cover off on. Yeah, we've yep. got a couple of special guests as well. We'll talk to uh, Modbury Jets' favourite Musti Iqbadal and uh, Brahma Lodge's Matt Bekarovsky. Mm-hmm. So we've got those uh, fellas to talk to today. So that's uh, exciting. Beautiful. And uh, if we turn our attention to the match of the round, yes. uh, Modbury Jets uh, versus Salisbury Villa uh, on the Saturday. Got some vision coming up on the screen some there. Vision coming up. Shortly. Um, an 11 goal thriller. Absolutely. Yeah. What was it? 8 3? Well, it was 3 0. 3 0 at half time to Modbury uh, and ended up as an 8 3 win uh, to the home team. Um, yeah, it's not very often you can say you can score three goals and still go down. In the second is, half, no, that's yeah. right. Um, obviously, uh, as always, you can check out the full match highlights at the Amateur League uh, Facebook page, the page you're currently on if you're watching this live, of course. Uh, and on the line, uh, we have... Uh, Musti Epekdal from Modbury. How Hello are you, mate? There. Good morning, guys. How's it going? Very good, mate. Very good. Uh, congratulations on the win on the weekend. You got yourself a couple of goals there as well. Thank you very much. Yeah, I've started off a bit slow myself, but it was good to get a couple. As you saw, the boys, they were, they were at it from the start and uh, the 3-0 at halftime really set us up for a good win. Mm-hmm. So now, it, was, it was good for the boys. Now, there are a couple of couple of goals, uh, great goals scored there. Just having a look at the big towering header uh, into the corner there. Um, I mean, it wasn't, uh, you know, when you're looking at 8-3 sort of win, you'd, you'd think there's some, uh, you know, a bit of a blowout, but uh, there were some real quality goals scored by your guys. Yeah, there was. We got that big guy at the back, Barris. Yeah, he's like our Ramos. He comes in and he saved us against Fizzy a couple of weeks back as well. So it's good to have those guys that can come up and and stand the pressure. So he's yep. he's a he's a great signing. We got him this year as well. Yeah. But like you said, a couple of good goals. Alban uh, Martini, magic magic player. So it's good to have those quality players to get you over the over the line because we are still building. It's a young side. We got a few mm-hmm. experienced players, but. You know, just trying to mould a, a side together. So yeah. it's looking good for now. So you guys are five wins from five. Are you very happy with how you've started the season in terms of performances? I think that's the thing. We're, we're just building up and, uh, I mean, we're pretty happy. The boys are stoked, but obviously the coach is always critical. Like last week we got a 4-0 win and we didn't seem to please him and we found out about that on <laughs> Tuesday night. I think he was expecting double figures. So um, we tried this week. We actually got the double figures, but we, we capitulated in conceding a few goals there. So no doubt we'll hear about that as well. Yeah, great. And uh, obviously a few of the other boys getting on the score sheet as well. I mean, it's, it's always nice when uh, the honours can get shared around, you know, throughout a team in a game. Well, that's it. I mean, you can't really rely on a few goal scorers. You need you need more than that. And um, we've got that. We've got a lot of guys that's got a lot of hunger and, and they've adopted the winning mentality that the, the coach and staff has brought in this year. So 
it's it's credit to the boys. They're really really adapting to it as well. So it's working out well for now. Now I was chatting uh, with you, uh, Musti, uh, just off air, and you were saying that uh, this is uh, what your second year at at Modbury Jets now. Uh, but yeah. you've been you've been uh, sort of all over the place, haven't you? Well, yeah, I'm I'm the sort of guy they call. You know, last year I, I got to the club and uh, they they tried to stay in the division, which was a bit unfortunate for them because they're a better side than what it showed. But obviously this year the the club went in a in a bigger, better direction, bringing in uh, Paul Simpson, uh, who's got a wealth of experience in the amateur league, and and the results are reflecting on his impact. And you know, obviously with COVID and that, we had a bit of a bit of a struggle there to prepare as he would have liked but um you know his his coming in his signing really brought an influx of players which was overwhelming as well so you know it's a few good steps in the right direction and uh you know it's 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 looking very positive for the club at the moment no brilliant mate well look um we'll leave it there uh Highlights are still playing on the screen there, but uh, before we go, yeah. before we go, we got Pitbulls next week. Mm. Uh, so first versus third, you guys looking forward to that clash, or is that is that something you've got to watch for? Well, obviously we give respect to all the opposition, but mm. you know we're we're expecting three points, nothing less. Um, just rolling on through with the with the games. Um, it is a five o'clock kickoff, so I would I'd like to shout out to anyone that's free on Saturday come out, especially you guys. I want to kick you up, size you in our Modbury shirts. <laughs> we'll, have, we'll take you up. We'll take you up on that one, I reckon. We got we got an upgraded kitchen, so I'll have some food for you guys as well. If you don't come, don't mind. I'll still send in some beanies <laughs> for you guys. Right? Oh, we look I'm forward to back. it. Good way to spend Thanks, a Saturday mate. night, I reckon. Excellent. Thanks for coming on the show, Musty. Really appreciate it, mate. No worries, guys. Thank take you. it easy. Thank you. Musti Iqbal from Modbury Jets AFC. Yeah, he was saying he's had a slow start to the season. That's four goals and four. Now, normally in any other sort of mm. normal situation, a goal a game is a pretty good sort of record, but we've got some kind of crazy results happening all around the place. Well, if, if he says he's just hitting form now as a goalkeeper, that's pretty scary. <laughs> yeah, I think he is. <laughs> indeed. So, indeed. Uh, no, one to one to watch out for, and obviously that group's um, shaping up their uh, Group A on Saturday. Yeah, yeah Red Blue Eagles uh, just just behind on 12 points. Mm. Uh, but as I said, Pitbulls uh, first and third, that should be a bit of a battle next week. Yeah, uh, absolutely. Yeah, so yeah. there we go. Beautiful. Well, we will cover off on the Saturday results uh, shortly. Yeah. Um, but we do have Sunday's Sunday's game of the round, match of the round, which uh, was of course Adelaide Croatia versus Brahma Lodge. Yeah. And- now, just because you were part of this game, yes, I'll probably attach myself to it just so we can avoid <laughs> partiality over yep. here. I will talk in the third person today, good, good, so yes, good. I'll, I'll, I'll detach. So we got down to the Croatian uh-huh. uh, club, uh, Croatian Sports Centre at the uh, at the State Sports Centre down there for uh-huh. the uh, top of the table clash between Croatia and Brahma Lodge. Uh-huh. I was very lucky to partake in the festivities. It was the uh, Ladies and Sponsors Day down there for Croatia. It was. Yeah, you put a what a lamb on the spit and some r- chivap rolls. Yeah, and yeah, had a bit of bit of sparkling bit of bubbly there for yeah, everybody. No, it was yeah. a lovely little day out. We had mm. a good time. Like you, Every sort of, it was really nice to see that the two clubs mingling as well mm. after the game. You know, there's no sort of, you know, no love loss type thing, which I thought was quite nice. No. Um, yeah. Uh, I'll, I'll run through the game very quickly. Mm-hmm. It was a bit of a roller coaster. Brahma looked very sluggish early on. They couldn't quite get to grips with a sort of a sprightly Croatia side. And it was that sort of, they, they were underdogs, but you weren't acting like it. And mm-hmm. so, uh, 
They were made to pay for their slow start, Brahma, when they uh, failed to clear a cross, which uh, Jaden Gligorich, the young man, seven goals and four now he's mm. got, worked hard to control and scissor home quite dramatically, to be honest. It was mm. very exciting. Um, from there, Brahma was sort of startled awake uh, by your fast start and worked themselves into the game as the half wore on, had several chances come close, including a Chad Bajaya shot that was pushed onto the post. Have and a David Thornton goal-bound shot saved by yourself. By yourself, just very quickly describe that sort of piece of play that, uh, from your sort of perspective. Well, well, a big shout out to Craig Laird, who who obviously does uh, quite well week week on week on the write ups there. But uh, yeah, look, uh, saw it saw it pretty late through traffic again. Um, but I mean, you just got to put those over the bar, mate. And, yeah, uh, just indeed. just I guess going sort of a bit further into sort of what you were saying. Um, you know, we were under. Under a bit of pressure, um, yeah. You know, to go in sort of one nil up was was awesome for us. And on the screen, you can see uh, this this could have been a bit of a yeah. You actually went game close. Change, yeah, game you went that one very very yeah. close. Bit of a bit of a something out of nothing for uh, Jaden Gligerich pounding, uh, working hard to best two defenders and a keeper just to poke his shot wide. That mm. must have been disappointing for him. Uh, in any case, after the break, Brahma probably looked the better side. Um, they came out much more assertive, and uh, but you guys still had your chances, and uh, Jaden Gligerich once again narrowly putting his uh, uh, across wide uh, without being able to get the uh, the tap on at the end. Uh, uh, after this, though, Brahma really asserted themselves, and Gligerich found himself increasingly isolated up mm-hmm. top, um, and a mistake in the middle of the park released a uh, man in form, Chad Bajaya, who ran hard to find his own space and shoot across you. This one here, right did. here. That's the one. Yep. Don't remind me. I'm getting getting some bad flashbacks, but <laughs> oh. and yeah, to be there from there, Brahma didn't look back. Um, going on to dominate possession, they were rewarded after the hour mark when Mark Graham met a Jordan Pudler free kick at the near post and then uh, deposited comfortably in the uh, the net. Look, I'm not going to lie. I don't think you had much say in that one. There, I reckon. Uh, look, real, real low cross driven into the box, and, uh, and it's I, sort I think of, there were hints, hints of a bit of a deflection, and then uh, yeah, yeah, obviously a bit of a bit of a one on one as well. But uh, I, th- I think the big thing was Brahma's Brahma's quality at the end of yeah. the day. Yeah, and then yeah, yeah, so the last one was just uh, uh, Dylan Centrone pouncing on a defensive lapse and pushing past the outcoming Rice Smith. That's it, mate. Well, to talk more about the game, uh, we have a special guest, don't we? Sir? We do. We got Matt Becker's Beckerovsky from Brahma Lodge. Are you there, mate? We are, boys. How are we this morning? Very good, mate. Very good. Mate, congratulations on the win. Um, Well-deserved. And uh, hope you enjoyed a half-decent feed after the game as well. We did, right? <laughs> yeah, no, it was a good game. And to uh, cap it off, uh, yeah, um, it was a great uh, great feed after the, the game. And, um, yeah, great uh, great drinks as well, which was good. Now, uh, Freddie must have given you a bit of a rocket at uh, halftime because you guys definitely came out a, a, a different team. Was there anything said... Uh, in the change rooms that, that sort of really changed the focus uh, a bit more for you guys? Um, yeah, to be honest, um, obviously before the game, um, Freddie did advise not to give any silly free kicks. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, we, as in your team, um, he's very dangerous and he's a class act. So um, obviously being um, the first goal put away due mm-hmm. to that free kick um, mm-hmm. was a bit disappointing from Freddie. And um, yeah, obviously... Other than that, I think we still probably went into halftime a bit positive with the chances that we had, to mm-hmm. be fair. Mm-hmm. Um, if we took them, it could have been a different story. At the same time, you guys had your chances as well. So um, we, we knew we had um, yeah, the opportunity to, to put some away. But, um, yeah, I think mm-hmm. the, the big disappointment was uh, the free kick and the goal given away. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was going to say going down 2-0 would have been probably a little bit harder to come back from. 
you guys are now five from five, but I've watched a couple of Brahma games and you're I've sort of seen that you guys have been winning without sort of really getting, you know, getting into fifth gear type thing. Is that uh, is that just um, uh, a matter of a slow preseason or, uh, you know? Um, yeah, it's probably a combination there, Sebastian. So um, obviously, yeah, we, the COVID break um, probably didn't help, but I suppose all teams are on the same mm-hmm. path with that mm-hmm. anyway. Um, probably finding our best 11. Um, we probably still haven't sorted that out yet. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, pretty implemented last year. You know, if you don't train, you know, you don't play. So mm-hmm. um, obviously, players, so, yeah, so players can't obviously make, you know, uh, you know, take, make it twice a week or at least once a week. You know, obviously, players that are training twice a week um, are probably going to get first preference. Um, so it's just that combination, I guess, with, um, yeah, finding our best 11 and, um, yeah, finding some form. But, uh, yeah, five from five, you're probably not going to complain with that at all. Uh, we chatted to uh, uh, one of the fellas from Ingle Farm uh, a couple of weeks ago. Uh, you've got those guys up next. Um, they probably fancy themselves against uh, you guys just because, I mean, to make the, uh, to make the top two, they're going to have to. Um, what are your plans to, uh, to, to hold Ingle, ba- Ingle Farm at bay? Um, yeah, so um, obviously first game it was um, one nil to us. Mm-hmm. Um, they missed the penalty as well, to be fair. So um, could have gone either way that way. So um, yeah, we know it's going to be a big test. Um, I think every game in our groups uh, pretty much a big test. So mm. um, as we know, if we don't turn up on the day, um, we'll get found out. So um, yeah, it'll be a massive test. Obviously, our Ingle Farm as well. Um, it's a bit of a different pitch to, to most. To be mm-hmm. fair, <laughs> you want to be going. You want to be going uphill first half and then going oh. downhill second half. So it is. It is. Um, what I was yeah. going to say we, we've had a bit of a bit of a joke about that. It's uh, on a on a little bit of an angle. I think they've. Uh, I think I think a couple of the guys are saying they've bought in <laughs> bought in the pitch a little bit. But hundred uh, percent, you you would definitely want to be going downhill in that second half. <laughs> the way they film it, they just film it on it. They have to. You oh, know, you got to get the tripod. On one leg of the tripod yeah. is a little bit higher than the others. <laughs> No, beautiful, beautiful, mate. Well, look, congratulations um, on the win on the weekend. Uh, definitely a, a massive class outfit there, um, and you guys uh, deserve to be top of Group B currently. So, mate, thanks for coming on the podcast. Really appreciate it. Absolutely. Appreciate it, boys. And, um, yeah, just on behalf of Brum Lodge, I would just like to thank, uh, yeah, Bookheavy on their um, hospitality and uh, looking forward to having you guys at Round 10 and, um, yeah, experiencing the same thing at our ground. Look forward to it, mate. Thanks again. Cheers, boys. All the best. Excellent. See you, mate. Matthew Becker's Becker. Oh, sorry, I'm going to Becker's Beckerowski. That's the one you've saved me. Thanks, Seb, on the last name. Spoke very well for himself, I thought. Look, I, I'm actually really impressed with the players that we've, we're getting on board. Uh, somebody's yeah. done some media training. I, I reckon. Yeah. I, I don't know what's going on, but and uh, do you know what? This is actually three in a row that we've had players instead of or three players in a row now, and uh, well, the coaches are sort of shying away from the. Uh, well, see, I, the I, I like the player perspective because it does give you a really unique sort of insight yeah, into it's slightly you know, different, the dressing isn't it? room and, and sort of what's happening sort of on game day yeah. as well. Yeah, and that's now. the thing is a coach, as much as a coach sort of influences a game, after the whistle uh, uh, goes, it's sort of hard for a coach to have, you know, but in between the whistles there's no influence that a coach can have and so it's all down to the players and so it is nice to hear yeah. that sort of perspective. So, no, that's it. So, look, big, big thank you to the players for getting involved and uh, if you do get a – random Facebook message from myself or Seb through <laughs> late on a Monday night. Yeah, or you see a, me walking up to you and you go, oh, God, there's this guy here again. Is, here he is again. We'd, look, we'd love to have you on and, uh, you know, if you put your hand up and volunteer, there's probably a very good 
very good chance you'll, you'll get on here as well because it does make our life uh, a lot easier there as well. So mm. big thank you to the guests that we have had today. So, look, we're going to do a bit of a whip around of the grounds now and starting off with our Saturday games, mm-hmm. Group A. Um, uh, having a look through here, the Freddie Pine Shield. Uh, so we had a 7-0 win to Adelaide Red Blue Eagles over Salisbury Sharks. Um, Big we, win for them. Huge, huge, huge win. They sort of continue on their uh, merry ways. Uh, Collaboro with a brace there again. And the usual suspects, uh, Valaris, Fidele, Quaglia as well, getting on the score sheet too. Uh, Modbury Jets, 8-3 winners over Salisbury Villa. Again, we went through that earlier. Huge, huge, huge win for the Jets as they sit on top still. And uh, Pitbulls getting a 3-2 win over Fizzy. Uh, George Kalinovic uh, with a brace there for the home team. Fizzy, a team that can always mix things up, but uh, yet to really register any points, unfortunately, so far this season. Yeah, they're uh, they're probably pretty close to playing for pride at the moment. They're going to have mm. to work very hard to, to work themselves out of it, but mm-hmm. uh, I've no doubt they'll get some points on the board before the round is mm. out. And that, that third place spot, so I wanted to just clear something up as well as far as the format for this mm-hmm. season goes, because mm-hmm. this question was uh, posed. Um, it is the top two from each group that mm-hmm. goes through, and it's the fourth or the four best third-place teams also make it to the round of 16. Is that in terms of uh, home and away wins or yeah, goal Yeah, yeah, over, te- over the 10 rounds. So they they then play off for the President's uh, Shield, mm-hmm. and then we've got the remaining 16 teams. So I think it's the, the bottom four are yep. eliminated, yep. and the remaining 16 teams then play off for their respective league cups. So all of that information is on the sasl.com.au website uh, where you can have a look through that. But uh, I know it was asked uh, midweek as far as the format's concerned. So that, that third place is very 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 important as well yeah i think so now those third place those those third mm-hmm. place spots those do they go into like a playoff kind of situation no they get entered into the round of 16 uh-huh yep and so they they head through as well so having a look through group a pitbulls villa and uh, even to a further extent salisbury Sharks, still not out of the hunt but yeah uh, in terms it, of points definitely yeah. but they'll have to work hard to work around that goal on difference. that goal difference and and that's that's a big big reason why that goal difference i think is going to factor in crucial for yeah. a lot of teams there as well Moving along to Group B, and look, uh, both Group Bs, Saturday, Sunday, I think, have got some really fantastic results. I mean, in Mm. in this Group Group B on Saturday, uh, teams can't stop scoring. I think the magic number is three for this group. Yeah. Uh, The amount of uh, 3-2, 3-1, 3-0 games I've seen has been massive. USC Lion getting one over on Adelaide Uni. Uh, goals for USC going to Cracknell, Lawless, and Zuzic continues his good form. Fergus Jeans there with the uh, single goal for Adelaide Uni. Uh, Bossa knocked off uh, MA Hawks there. Uh, brace to Romano for MA Hawks. He's been in great form so far. But goals to uh, Lawrence Dorigo, uh, Mohamedou, and man of the match, uh, Dylan Hayes there for Bossa. I think they were scored about five minutes from time, got the chocolates for the away side there. And Adelaide Titans uh, registering a 1-0 win over the Cobras. Um, Harry Callis there with the winner, uh, and they'd be quite happy with that. That's always a bit of a grudge match between the two sides, mm. Cobras and, and, and Titans. Mm-hmm. Uh, and as we have a look through Group B standings, Bossa at top, still undefeated. Mm-hmm. Uh, USC continuing their fine form there, uh, sitting in second. But again, going down to Titans and MA Hawks and again, to a further extent, uni, but like you said uh, before in, in Group A, some of these teams need to 
get a bit of a motor on. Get a move on. Yeah. So, so look, again, a, another group to um, keep a bit of an eye on. Yeah, I think Hawks results. are probably better than their numbers suggest. They are scoring goals without getting results mm-hmm. uh, uh, as of yet. I mean, they've got the, the one win. So a couple of quick wins and they're right back in the hunt. Well, I mean, we spoke to George Katzer the other week we uh, from Titans about that. And, uh, you know, the, these guys, since we've spoken to they've them, they've got two wins. So, again, I think we're getting rid of the podcast uh, hoodoo do there um but yeah look there, there's teams there that uh, really sort of trying without much much result at the mm, moment but mm. uh look another team to to really watch out for group c we'll whiz through the sterling districts 2-1 winners over flinders uni iggy's getting a solid 3-1 win over sturt marion mm. and st peter's yet to concede a 1-0 win over murray Still. bridge this this would have been another game that would have uh, had a bit of a look at if uh, the league gave me my fuel card to get out to Murray Bridge. <laughs> <laughs> but no, a solid 1-0 win away from home for St. Peter's. And if we have a look through Can the table. Can you imagine there, yes. not conceding a goal and still not being on top of your your, uh, your group? It's a bit stiff, isn't it? Yeah. A bit stiff. Uh, Iggy's obviously being able to find the, uh, find the back of the net there. I mean... Again, going back to that third place team, I think Murray Bridge are looking pretty good there. I mean, that goal difference is the only concern, but you know, to to, to be three from five mm. um, and to still be third in your group, a little bit stiff. But Iggy's and St Peter's always tough customers, and you you would say at this early stage that they're the three Iggy, St Peter's, and Murray Bridge. Yeah, um, credit to Murray Bridge. Like all the travelling they've got to do, and they're still pulling off wins after wins. Congratulations to them. I tell no, you what, absolutely. And look, team to team to watch as well, especially when the uh, return fixtures return leads. Bit of a sleeper team. Come back around. Yeah, mm. absolutely. Going to be some great matches in that group coming up soon. Moving on, Group D, uh, the Peckers, Elizabeth Grove, 8-4 winners over Northern Wolves. One Tree Hill, 12-0 winners on M United Stars and Gleeson continuing their winning ways with a 4-1 win over Adelaide Dragon. One Tree Hill borrowing Gleeson's sort of habit of smacking teams with their 12 nil win yeah look uh, I think it's um three top teams and three teams that have uh, really sort of struggled after covid I think I mean if you have a look through that sort of for and against uh, and, and the goal difference there really is yeah. a tale of two two, two halves mm, yeah. absolutely uh Gleason obviously topping that one tree hill there and uh Again, Elizabeth Grove, when you start comparing the third-place teams across the group, you've got a lot of teams on nine points, uh, but Grove would have to be one of the better-placed sides with that yeah, plus with, 10 Yeah, with a goal difference of 10, mm, yeah. yeah. Um, Gleeson, goal difference of 27, is that the biggest goal difference in the league? Off the top of my head, it'd be close. I think yeah. it might be a Sunday team uh, when we go through those. We'll have to keep an eye out It'll be that. up there. But, uh, yeah, look, really, really hitting their straps, 34 and 3 against. Very, very, very solid effort there by the guys at Gleeson. Coming through, East Adelaide uh, had a nice 3-1 win over Croydon Cougars, who are always tough customers. Uh, 3-0 win there to Adelaide Blue Eagles over Prince Alfred. So, um, is this Group E? This is Group yep. E, yep. They'd be very happy with that one there. Uh, and Adelaide Pumas, um, I would have said a surprise 4-3 win over Monarchs. Monarchs been playing quite well. Uh, but Pumas um, getting over the line in, in that game. Sounds and- like a tight tight game. Yeah, look, uh, you know, if, if we have a look at, at the table. Half time, I'll... it was 2-0 to Pumas. Oh, really? Yeah. There you, there you go. I don't have that in front of me at the moment, but uh, solid win. And and really in the context of this group, if you do have a look at the table there, East Adelaide 11 points, Pumas on nine, Monarchs on seven, 
Prince Alfred on six, Cougars on six, and Adelaide Blue Eagles on four. Um, this, this is wide open. So yeah. in, in the context. Pumas and, yeah. and East Adelaide coming up against each other next week as well. That'll be an absolute cracker game. Absolutely cracker. Uh, Monarchs, look, they're, they're hitting form at the right time there as well. Indeed. And I wouldn't count out any of the other teams there. So No, this is probably the closest group in Saturday, to be mm-hmm. honest. Yeah, yeah. Every, every team with uh, with at least one win. Blue Eagles, uh, I think, as, you, as we said before, they've gotten three draws. Uh, which which says to me they're better than uh, their numbers suggest, just seeking to convert. Absolutely, absolutely. So, look, that's uh, definitely one to have a bit of a look at. Mm. And if we round out uh, the Saturday uh, division conference, uh, we've got Iggy's there, 8-1 winners over McLaren Districts and Southern Breakers 2-0 with South Coast United. And just having a look through that one really quickly, South Coast United topping that one with 10 points, uh, Iggy's there. In second place uh, with nine points, and Southern Breakers on seven points in third. So, um, still within reach. Uh, all those teams now, obviously, with the bye, they've all played four games now. McLaren Districts probably a few games off top or or second, really. Mm-hmm. Um, and Handorf would have probably appreciated the bye this week. Um, I bet. Finding it a little bit tough going there. Indeed, yes. On to Sunday, shall we? Yes. Right. So Sunday, Group A. The Freddie Pine Shield. Elizabeth Downs, big 6-0 win over Port Pirie Savoy. Uh, this was a dominant win, to be honest, to maintain the status quo. And they were up at halftime, and then they just sort of piled it on in mm-hmm. the second half as well. A um, couple of goals for Sean Brennan, who now has 4-4, four and four, so good on him. Uh, in the resis, it was a 5-0 win for, for Elizabeth Fale. Parry Hills West, it was a dramatic draw. Dramatic. Uh, dramatic, yeah. So it was shaping to be a bit pretty procedural. Thanks to uh, a goal from Johnny the Kid Labrino. Oh, your your man. Yeah, I've just look. <laughs> I, I don't know if he appreciates it, but I've got a name for him now, and it's the Kid. We will get it. We will get him on at some. He point. could be seven hundred and six, and he'd still be the Kid for me. <laughs> well, if you go out to a game, make sure you get his autograph. I will. I will. So, <laughs> so an apparent against the run of play hat trick from Braden Fleming. I don't know how, and a hat trick is against the run of play, but according to Lady, it was within fifteen minutes. Uh, in the second half, put into in the driver's seat uh, for what would have been their first win of the season. Uh, ever resourceful, though, Westies were able to salvage the game and earned a point mm-hmm. with a second goal from the kid Labrino. And uh, Matthew Wallace getting the third at the death. For those interested, head on over to the Sassel Facebook page for ladies' mm-hmm. reviews, as you said before. Mm-hmm. Very in-depth and and really quiet. It's just a really nice way to, you know, get the info on what's been happening around the uh, around the grounds. Absolutely. Uh, Inter with a 2-1 win in the resis. Uh, Elizabeth Vale and Parra Hills East played out a two-all draw. Vale came back from 2-0 uh, down at halftime. Uh, Mark Burbage following up his two goals last week with another brace. And then Parra Hills East had a very big 11-0 win in the resis. Uh, looking at the table, uh, Downs 5-5, five from five, getting mm-hmm. close to a lock for top spot, I'd say, uh, in Group A. Uh, from there, it's honestly anyone's game. Uh, West have got the edge, uh, have just got the edge on eight, but they'll be disappointed that they couldn't capitalise on an early lead mm-hmm. over Inter, I think. Uh, Easties and Vale close behind on seven uh, with no sort of clear second place. Inter and Savoy could yet claim that spot. Well, it, it's interesting in this group. I mean, Savoy has been very unlucky in recent weeks. I think so. Yeah, the scoring goals, they're scoring a lot of goals. And and look, going going ahead and then uh, unfortunately, um, you know, lo- losing that lead. And, and look, Salisbury Inter, uh, to a further extent, Stuart McKenzie's men uh, down there, he's got a very young side. Mm. Um, and, you know, if, you, if we all look at this year as a bit of a, 
um, you know, throw at the stumps, so mm. to speak. Uh, that it's really exciting, and and again, I, I don't think that this is a group that, like you said, is is completely open. Yeah, and it, two quick wins, now. and those Correct. two sides are on yep. nine points. Um, Absolutely. Coming up next, we had a crucial match for second spot. So that's the the Parry Hills Derby again, uh, which hopefully wow. features more goals than last time. It's <laughs> <laughs> a new old draw last time, wasn't yeah, yeah. it? Yeah. First match of the year. Uh, we've also got the uh, the local derby uh, in Elizabeth when Downs take on Vale, and uh, Inter Inter will probably fancy their chances of snagging their first win against Savoy. And that that's that that's a really big game in the yeah in I the think context so in on context both of both of their seasons I think yeah um, I think it's probably going to determine which one of those will will kick on for the uh, for to to try and take that second spot mm-hmm. or that third spot that that are up the the four second spots that are up for grabs third spot sorry mm-hmm. Sunday Group B. Uh, Tea Tree Gully and Garn Kilburn played out a two-all draw. Once again, Garn failing to capitalise on uh, some dominance. Uh, Tea Tree Gully got a 1-0 win in the Resies. Uh, Brahma Lodge, as we said before, uh, 3-1 win over Croatia. Um, Gligoric found a bit of a gem in uh, in him. He's, he- he's been on he's been on fire. Ex Row Park boy. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, yeah, if anyone else from Row Park wants to come down, uh, <laughs> no, this isn't a recruitment show. Um, no, but he, he's really found his straps, um, mm. and I expect, especially with all the video that the league's doing, um, and I think this applies for a lot of teams. It, mm. It's great that we've got video content, but I think a few uh, strikers are going to get a bit of extra attention over the coming weeks. Quite possibly, yeah. 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 Brahma with a big five-one win in the Resies. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ingle Farm two-one win over Parafield Gardens. They were able to capitalise on your loss to move into second spot. Mm-hmm. I think after the draw two weeks ago, uh, this is going to be a big big battle between you two for second spot, mm. I reckon. And if you've got a bit of time, um, I know that uh, Guy Sapio from Ingle Farm, yeah. um, he's been recording a few, few games, few goals there. So uh, if you want to check out their Facebook page, always good to Shout out to the clubs and teams who are getting, I guess, a bit more active with their media and, and, and yeah. socials. Yeah, yeah, Jets, Jets from the Saturday competition. Uh, when I was getting in touch with them to talk to Musti, they were letting, they were saying, you know, they've got plenty of stuff on their uh, Facebook page and uh, to the in to, their wonderful Blackburn Rovers kit that they wear. Yeah, look, and it's and it is great to see. So, um, look, yeah, like like I said, Ingle Farm. It's always good to get on there on a Sunday night or, mm. or a Monday morning and and have a bit of a look through. So, mm. um, good stuff to, to those guys. Yeah, looking at the table. Uh, another group with uh, with a table leader with five from five. Um, this will probably be Brahma's table to lose. And the scariest thing is, as we mentioned to Beck, is, is uh, the games that we've seen, I honestly think Brahma are yet to put in a complete performance. Mm. Um, and I think when they do, uh, people will be watching out. It's scary to think. It is scary, yeah. <laughs> Uh, second spot, as I said, I think before will be between Croatia and Ingle Farm. Um, with that draw, though, Garn have moved into fourth. Uh, if they can solve their defensive problems, I think uh, uh, they're one to watch uh, and they can start converting their, you know, 57 weekly chances. Um, yeah, they could definitely be one to watch. Uh, next week, Ingle Farm will face the litmus test against Brahma and uh, you guys will take on the aforementioned, the aforementioned Garn Kilburn. Mm-hmm. And then uh, Tea Tree Gully will be looking to chalk their first win up against Parafield Gardens. And I think, uh, again, fifth versus six in that group, that, that's huge. Gully, Gully are a much better side than that. Than yeah, that table to be shows. honest, I think this yeah. is a really evenly matched uh, group. Um, I mean, we've seen Brahma sort of pull away, but I think the rest uh, of that group will be uh, def- will all definitely feel like they've got mm. a chance to nab one of those two spots, second and third. Sunday Group C, West Adelaide, Hellash back to winning ways with a 5-0 win 
uh, bludgeoning win over the Knights. Spiro, Kulianos back in the goals after drawing a blank against West Beach. He's now got 11 in five, which is r- ridiculous. Very um, impressive. Yeah, very impressive. Yeah, Southern Knights with a 3-2 win in the Rezies. Um Seaford, 4-1 win over the Bulldogs. That's a, another a win for the for Seaford. Mm-hmm. Sort of keeps him in touch with the top two there, ticking on really nicely. David Williams with a couple of goals mm-hmm. to go with the two he scored last uh, week. Uh, look, Seaford, Seaford's a solid team. Um, I mean, you know, I'm, I'm actually quite surprised um, as far as Plimpton's concerned as well. I mean, they're, they're, yeah. they're always a quality outfit. Um, but look, you know, Seaford, uh, they're, they're, they're real – Tough, what we call, I guess, the the, the English sort the of Burnley. side. Yeah, real, real, real. Um, you know, not pit bulls. They play on Saturday, but but real, real um, attacking side. But uh, they always, always like a good tackle there as well. So, and I think they're going probably a little bit under the radar with the two uh, with Adelaide and West Beach, West Adelaide and West Beach, mm-hmm. uh, sort of leading the charge there. Uh, West Beach have got a big seven 0 win over. Um, they're the third team to hit. Five and five with a dominant display. Uh, it was nil nil at half time, though, uh, after which Norlunga's defences were breached seven times. Uh, Lewis McFadden broke the dam and uh, he finished with a brace and a neat hat trick for Danny O'Grady. Noticing a bit of a trend. Is, is, it, is it me? If we, if we mention someone, they normally score the, the next week. Is this, is this what we're picking well, up on? Well, this is three people now that have followed up uh, with. Like we said, the call out to the players, if you want a goal, come on. Just come on the show. <laughs> Indeed, yeah. West Beach got a big four win one in the, uh, the Rezies. Looking at the table, West Beach and West Adelaide are probably the dominant seat teams in this side. But as mm. I said before, Seaford are ticking on very nicely and they'll be ready to pounce should West Beach drop any, uh, West Adelaide, sorry, drop any more points. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're probably looking the goods for one of those fourth, third place spots. Next week, Norlunga will face a bit of a will will be looking to test West Adelaide's resolve, uh, and they'll need that win if uh, because Westford, West Beach, and Seaford are probably will probably expect to pick up the three points against uh, Plimpton and the Knights. Uh, I think Sunday Group D, the Rudy Templin Shield. Uh, a dramatic late equaliser for Anoop Singh earned SBS a two-all draw with Angle Vale. Now. That's another one. Again, <laughs> after our little shout-out last week. So, <laughs> Do you think that we have the magic? Oh, look, I don't want to go. Don't want to peak too early here, Seb, but I think that's what I'm trying to hint at. <laughs> no, quality quality draw there from, from all accounts. Yeah, I think, to be honest, for Anglevale, I think that'll feel like two points dropped. Mm. Uh, who saw two second-half penalties dispatched by Morgan Ellery? Uh, 1-0 win for Anglevale in the resis. Uh, Andrews Farm. First points of the season with an emphatic win. Yeah, over Maywand, 5 2. Lee Hockrich bagging a hat trick. He scored last week as well. There we go. (laughs) (laughs) So that's exciting times for those guys down there, uh, up there, sorry. Uh, They've been scoring goals all season without being able to convert. So good feeling for the guys up at Andrew Farm. Andrew's Farm to feel like they're moving in the right direction. Uh, Motasham Hosseini grabbed a hat trick in the Rezies uh, with a 4 2 win for uh, Maywand. So good on him. 4 uh, 1 win for Mano Para. The dream is dead. <laughs> Virginia United's impressive run comes to an end with a decidedly one sided <laughs> loss to Mano Para, who, so you know, we were sort of speculating who would. Who would seek to top this group? Mm. And we, I think we've got the answer. I think we found them now. Yeah, yeah, Simon Burrows with a brace and uh, oranges. Christopher and Stephen grabbed the other two. 
that is my favorite last name of all of the last names. Orange. Orange, yeah. Doesn't rhyme with anything. No, but that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> Orange is Christopher and Stephen got a couple of goals. Uh, Mano Parra with a big 10-1 win in the uh, uh, in the resis. Baxter, Dauber and Seeley all getting multiple goals. Uh, as we said before, uh, looking at the table and uh, ne- into next week, Mano Parra sitting pretty uh, in Group D with five from five. Virginia... Uh, that despite that loss, they're probably they're looking quite comfortable. They're five points clear of Anglevale. Well, like you said before, I mean, in in the context of this group, the the Anglevale SBS game, I mean, that that's that's two extra points that Vale could have had, mm. um, and then they would have only been a game off second spot there. Yeah, so that's that, right. That was a huge result in the context of what's mm-hmm. happening for third um, mm. in this group. But uh, yeah, look, Manopara, always a solid team. Um, and, you know, that, that goal difference just goes to show sort of the dominance that they've had over teams. Yeah, indeed. Mm. Yeah. SBS may want an Andrews Farm. They've all got points on the board. So, uh, and they'll all think they've probably got something to build, build on, mm-hmm. especially Andrews Farm. Uh, the only thing I would worry about with Virginia is their goal difference. Mm. Four wins from five. Uh, they've got a distinct lack of clean sheets, only managing one so far. So that'll be something Coach Jack Kafkakis will be looking to rectify, I would say. Very good. Looking at the fixtures next week, Virginia hopefully will be looking to get back to winning ways against Andrews Farm, who will likely their who will fancy their chances, I'd say, after after their win. Mm. Um, SBS and Maywand uh, will probably fancy themselves in a big mid-table clash uh, that will uh, resonate around the group, I'd mm. say. And uh, uh, let's see if Anglevale can stand up to the mighty Mano Para. And all of those teams not struggling to find the back of the net there no. either. I mean, double figures for, for fourth, fifth and sixth as well, which, um, which I don't is think not we've a seen common in a few, few occurrence. groups. No. Yeah. Uh, so good on uh, that group. Uh, Sunday Group E, the Ian Gosselin Shield Row Park, running out comfortable winners against Metro Stars. Dean Cottrell grabbing another brace after his last week. <laughs> He's got four and four. And a big, big shout out to Metro Stars. I believe it's this weekend mm-hmm. um, on the Saturday. I believe they're playing after the um, FFSA team on the evening. So first team action from seven thirty there at uh, TK Shuttle Reserve. So if you've, uh, if you've, uh, if you're uh, you know, have your dinner early and get out mm. to get out to that game. Uh, Modbury three-two win over this is Modbury Football Club, not Modbury Jets. Three-two uh, win over Payne and Postel. They were made to work hard for their points. Sing for their supper this week with a tight win, uh, cruising at two-nil. The Lions came roaring back. <laughs> yeah, I'm not. I'm not going to even acknowledge that one. No, not, no, not at all. Not, not this week. All right, the Lions well, came roaring back anyway with two second-half goals thanks to Brandon Noakes. Uh, it took an amazing solo effort from uh, Bosco. Bosco at Bigger Amurumwai. I really hope I got that right. Uh, if you have, I'm a champion. Ten, ten points to you. Yeah. yeah. Well, this goal was apparently a bit of a a bit of a crazy goal. Uh, uh, an amazing dribbling solo effort from about halfway. All right, we've got it up on screen now. Well, here we go. So he's taken it from deep in defence. Yeah. And this is courtesy of their Facebook page, deep in defence, and. Uh, That is is an absolute That's the first time I've seen that. That was incredible. That's a great goal. Yeah, I was going to say, anything written does not do that justice. No, no. That's just brilliant. Uh, So congratulations to Bosco. Uh, They've got uh, second spot uh, with that that win. That was 10 minutes to go, so uh, they were probably uh, worried about dropping points there. Well, down to 10 men as well. Yeah, and so... 
Paynham probably don't have a lot to uh, be disappointed with if, mm. if they're conceding to something like that. A bit, bit stiff. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I think so. Um, Modbury got a big 10-1 win in the, uh, in the resies. Modbury feasted on the Lions in the resies. Hat-trick for Jad Suja and Rocky Zito grabbing four uh, for, for them. So well big done effort. to them. Yeah, Macedonia uh, uh, couldn't uh, keep it together with a 4-0 loss over uh, two... Power Hills United, mm-hmm. uh, an important win for Power Hills. Uh, that keeps them in t- touching distance with mm-hmm. the top three. Uh, straight reds in that one, two of them for uh, Macedonia, which probably mm-hmm. didn't help things. Uh, and then uh, it was a three-all draw in uh, in the resies. Interesting fact, uh, mm-hmm. all of Power Hills' uh, goals in the resies were scored by players with the last name starting with H. So we had uh, Haidari, Herft, and Hughes. Wow. Lots of goal scoring. So it's your turn for the pedigree. Fun, fun facts this week. Yeah, lots of goal scoring pedigree with that one. Just a <laughs> little wrestling pun there. I don't know if anyone got that. Triple H. <laughs> there a, we go. Yeah, to we explain go. it to me way too early in the morning <sighs> for me. Terrible. Uh, <laughs> so looking at the table, this is probably the mm. tightest group in Sunday, I'd say. Roe Parker are a game clear at the top. They're yet to lose a game, but. Uh, Second to fourth is separated by three points. Yeah. So expect a battle for that Mm. automatic qualification spot. Modbury will probably consider themselves best placed, but they need to watch out for their goal difference and uh, could do well to prepare for their round seven clash with Roe Park, who knocked them for six last time, which Mm. is probably the reason why they're sweating over that goal difference. Mm -hmm. Uh, The big match this week will be second versus third, Modbury and Metro Stars. Expect goals in that game, uh, as I think both will be disappointed in their performances Mm. this week. Like and like we said, I mean, now knowing the the context of that um, Metro Modbury game, indeed, um, that's that's huge, so, huge. Like yeah, you said, a bit of bit of post dinner football dessert. I think so. Time. Yeah, mm-hmm. Para Hills United got a chance to kick on against Cellar Dwellers Payne and Postel, and uh, Roe Park will look to lock in top spot with a win over Macedonia. Right. Finally, Sunday Group F. Last but not least, Adelaide Great Wall very comfortable win six two over. Uh, AKFC, a couple of goals for Michael Tedesco and another for Luca Kekers, who mm-hmm. scored last week as well. Uh, Bishal Magar grabbed a couple of goals in a losing effort for AKFC. Uh, it was three all in the resis. Unley United grabbed a 2-0 win over Athelston. This is a rebounding win for Unley uh, and their second of the season, earning them third spot in the table so far. It was also a 2-0 win uh, in the resis. Uh, Eastern United grabbed a 4-0 win over CFC. Uh, for two, sorry. Two nil at half time, but two goals after the break bagged them the three points. Uh, six individual yellow cards, all for Easton. Mm-hmm. And uh, Muhammad Mazre grabbed a couple of goals and a losing effort for CFC. So good on him. Uh, it was four nil to Easton in the resis. Mm-hmm. Looking at the table for Group F, uh, Adelaide Great Wall and Easton United look very comfortable, uh, I think, in first and second, uh, with five points down to third place, Unley. CFC in fourth, two points behind with AKFC and Athelston getting very close to playing mm-hmm. for Pride territory. I think. Yeah, I think I think you're right. I think uh, the top two spots. I mean, it's it's theirs to to lose group of. Mm. You'd say, Unley are always a tough customer. I mean, yeah. they've, they've conceded six in five, which um, really. You know, for the third place teams out there, I think that's probably one of the better defensive records. I think so, yeah. Uh, just struggling to find the back of the net there in that group. So, mm. looking at the week ahead, mm-hmm. uh, it's probably quite a week of fixtures. AKFC and Unley are looking like the game of the round. Uh, Unley will look to get back to uh, 
back-to-back wins and keep pace with the top two. Great wall going up against CFC and Eastern United facing Athelston. Uh, round seven is probably shaping up to be the blockbuster round for this group with mm-hmm. three clashes likely determined to determine the shape of the group. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So there's five sides with five out of five uh, uh, records mm. in a Sunday and I, comp. And I, and I don't think it's a blowout in the sense that I, I think across across the, the ground, so that, mm. I mean, you know, even with talking about Brahma, um, for example, I mean, the, the games have been close, you know, the yeah. one, 1-0 wins, 3-1s. Yeah, in fact, they've come back. Uh, mm. They came back against gun they came back against you guys and yep. i think they came back against someone else mm. as well so but i mean even even those the, the other teams that are sort of topping their group it's actually been you know a really interesting format yeah um very it's been been really i think it's been a quite a good equalizer considering and like you said in episode one it's um you know we're at the halfway point mm. of the year mm. and really interesting to sort of see you know, Div 1 sides up against Div 2 sides, you know, teams that they would normally not mingle not, or, not, or mix yeah. with. And we're know. finding a lot of Div 2 sides are really punching above their weight, which I think is really cool. Yeah, look, especially on the Saturday side, I think that's that's been a really good sort of test for, for a lot of sides out there. So, mm. uh, yeah, great little roundup. I mean, action-packed show, two yeah. guests on. I, I think we've uh, packed a fair bit into a, to a short amount of time. Yeah, we've done well. Uh any other closing comments from you, Seb? Yeah, just very quickly, a big thank yous to Matt Peel at Match Day Productions for the wonderful mm-hmm. highlights that we get every week and a big thank you to Lady. Uh, mm-hmm. Really, if if you've got the time, please do get onto Facebook, onto the Sassel Facebook page and have a read. He covers most of the first team results in quite significant detail. So a uh, big thank you to him. A reminder, uh, I'm going to, this is a bugbear and Numbers. I'm going to keep saying it. Yeah. Sports TG, get your get because there was a couple of couple of teams that didn't put. I didn't know who scored the goals, which is mm-hmm. kind of disappointing for those guys. And we'd love to mention them on the show. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and uh, we were saying this off air. Mm-hmm. Um, in the next few weeks, we'd probably look to put a bit of a spotlight on the uh, you know what we did with the season singles teams last week. Yep. Just uh, have a chat about the uh, the resis yep. a bit more in depth, yep. and also the thirty fives who have started now. They're two weeks in Some now. Sore bodies going around the office uh, this week, I, I would imagine. Oh, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> no, my dad used to play uh, in the over thirty fives competition. This go. is back in like the early nineties. Yeah. Played for a team called Glasgow Celtic, who I'm fairly okay. sure don't exist anymore. No, I don't think so. Yeah, it was basically just a bunch of like Scottish immigrants who worked um, down the port mm-hmm. and liked to kick people. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. One for another podcast session, that one. Indeed, yeah. Very good. Look, uh, I need to also say uh, if you are listening to the podcast on Apple Podcast uh, or on Spotify. any of the other Spotify or any of the other good podcasting platforms, please leave us a review. It um, mm. means a lot to us as well. Um, gets out to, to to more people there. Yeah, if it's easier well. for you mm. to to listen, then you can find us. You just got to search for the Sassel Podcast. That's Sassel spelled S A A S L. Absolutely, and uh, obviously you'll be hearing uh, if there's any fresh FM listeners out there. Exciting announcement uh, last week yeah. announced by the league. So keep an eye out for those ads as well. Refer to the website www.sasl.com.au for all the news uh, and updates. Mm-hmm. Uh, otherwise, uh, for another week, I'm Ryan Smith. I'm Seb Cooper, and this has been the South Australian Amateur Soccer League video podcast. We'll see you next week. Cheers. Mm-hmm.